Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Did you know that the hashtag symbol is technically called an octothorpe? Yep. EFTM. Tech. Cars. Lifestyle. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long and Chris Bowen. EFTM. Octothorpe. O-C-T-O. Thorpe. Octothorpe. That's what a hashtag is. So the next time you're on Twitter, you can say... Octothorpe the Bowen, or Octothorpe <laughs> Trevor Long, whatever you are. I'm not going to say at anymore. I was talking about hashtags. That's yeah. different. No, no. Octothorpe uh, EFTM, if you want to just yeah. uh, tag us in something. No, we want at... Octothorpe B2. Octothorpe B2. Let's not go there. No, it's a movement. That's a good, it's uh, a good analogy. It's a good yep. uh, reflection of our live, large hashtag. Yes. An, octo- uh, an Octothorpe. Octothorpe. Yep. Is he fundraising? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Let's let's start that. Let's not. Hashtag Octothorpe. Look, that's... I'm not sure... Wasn't one of my better ones this week. I mean, that would be good. Wouldn't, what if we had real-time ratings for your stupid facts? Ah, uh, I don't care about ratings anymore. Those, those days are well and truly in my past. Yeah, no, absolutely. It got boring eventually. It does. It, yeah. Mate, it really does. It really does. It really just wears you down. It just wears just you win down. Win after win after win, win after win. It's like EFTM. Just win after win. Exactly. After win like, after win. As Charlie Sheen said, winning, winning, winning. Hashtag Octothorpe winning. Octothorpe. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the EFTM podcast, the ladies and gentlemen. I'm Chris Bowen. laugh you've ever put on. Oh, it was Because you actually, I looked at you and you were like, <laughs> <laughs> like a big fat jolly Santa Claus. Oh, that's harsh, mate. Don't be harsh. You know, I've had a big week. What's been happening, Trev? You've I've been a, in and out of the office. I've had a big week on the interwebs. On the interwebs? Yep. Um, you know, Stephen Fennick often describes that I uh, somehow get a get a real enjoyment out of the internet communications that I have with random people. Right. Well, I think you do. Yeah, you <clears throat> do. Oh, no, I love it. You like love, it. It's fucking like, love it. Like Talkback radio is in your blood. Yes. And this is a, another means of communicating and, with people. And on the weekend, we were sent video uh, of a protest. Right. Happening in Melbourne. Ah, yes. Out the front of the Telstra store. Yes, yes, Protesting yes. 5G. Yes. There were big, <clears throat> you know, no 5G signs. Yeah. There were people saying there's so much radiation. Yeah. A couple of things stood out to me about the video. Yeah. Uh, there was a man wearing a literal tin hat. Right. Um, that that really does raise a lot of questions with me. Yep, I saw that. And, um, yep, he should have been locked <laughs> There was up. a reasonably organised woman, you know, on the microphone, megaphone, yeah. you, know, yeah. having a, you know, trying to roll people up with a chance. Gotcha. I published a video and um, said there had been a large... I called it a large group. I yeah, thought it was a large group. It looked like a large group to me. Lots of people said to me, it's not a large group. Uh, uh, it was kind of like the Trump-Obama comparison thing that started happening. Remember when Trump's inauguration just, took place and then you know, comparing it to Obama's? I mean, there was more than three as a crowd. So it was large. Mate, it was a large. It, it was, was a large, large group of people. <laughs> Considering it's a load of bullshit, yes. it was a large group. Well, is it, Trev? No, it is. Uh, okay. So I've, I've put it on Facebook. I don't uh, know. I'm worried. And I published an article. <clears throat> and uh, you know, I got a few comments as always. But then it just, oh, the comments, you know, the notifications yeah. really started to ramp up. And I looked. Well, the post had been shared with the anti-5G movement of Australia yeah. dot something. And the, the post said, you know, please uh, be kind, but yeah. we have received some negative uh, publicity. Right. Please go and uh, talk to Trevor Long and EFTM's pages and leave comments. Sure. They said, she said, be kind. Which be was be kind, yeah. But, and they were, for the most part, kind, but they were they were nut jobs. Right. Okay. Complete nut jobs. So yeah. I've spent basically four days. You can days, be a nice nut, nut job. I've just spent four days just, just bagging nut people. jobs, just smashing yeah. them. You know, I said I said to one woman something along the lines of, that's an amazing comment. What a, what a. What it tells me yeah. is that Looney Tunes is back. Yeah, exactly. Back in my day, I had to turn on the television to watch Looney Tunes. Now, now I can back. just read Facebook comments because you, sir, madam, are loony. They're okay, bad. they're mad. You know, pointing out the tin hats to people. What? Then I had a woman. Then I had a woman send me a photo of a small child on a child in a pram with a sign. I saw that. 
saying, I absorb 10 times more radiation than adults. And I wrote back and said, well, fucking don't take that kid to Chernobyl. Jesus. That'd be stupid, wouldn't don't it? Don't go anywhere near the drink. And I said, and by the way, while you're there, I hope you live in an area that has no Wi-Fi, no 4G, no 3G, no television, yes. and no radio, let alone the fucking microwave and the light bulbs, which all emit as much, if not more, electromagnetic radiation than 5G. And in order for these people to get their criticisms and little sprays and their ways of trolling to you, they literally need to use this system to do it Correct. to you. Now, the f- the thing is, and we actually had a debate ourselves we uh, did. about this, and you did what anyone's doing, and they're Googling facts. And yep. the problem is... I'm worried about it's, it. It's almost like climate change. There's enough scientists on each side that you could you could disprove every theory. Yeah. But there's one man I go to yes. for scientific fact, yep. and that is Dr. Carl Kruselniski. Well... Let that t- man, that man's. I mean, that man's a guru, and he and he's a straight shooter. Yeah. And and here's how I find myself going to Dr. Carl because I've listened to Dr. Carl. He was interviewed by Osher on his podcast yes. many years ago. Yeah, and he was talking about climate change. And to be honest, uh, you know, I'm not a skeptic, but I'm not all in. It's just like, take can we take a chill? Yep. And he was just a bit too aggressive on the whole thing. So yep. you know, this is not a a, a right wing yep. guy. This is not a. Left, he's just a scientist, right? Yeah, mate. He did a two part series for the ABC. Did he? Called the 5G Hysteria is Coming. If you want to read it, 5G Hysteria is Coming. It's actually you know, a radio show, but he, the transcript is there. And the bottom line is, and it's very good info, really worth reading, but the bottom line is there's two types of radiation. Right. There's ionizing radi- radiation and non-ionizing radiation. Yes. And the, the kind of stuff that shit that goes down in nuclear, yeah. that's bad. That's real bad. The shit that goes down out of our light bulbs, televisions, microwaves, yeah. and 5G, yeah. that's not bad. Yeah. It, it absolutely exists, yeah. but it ain't bad. Yeah. So, if Dr. Carl says it's okay... Yeah, I think it's important to go with Dr. Carl. I'm okay. I'll give you... Tell us, tell you something about Dr. Carl. Yep. He lives next door to my sister-in-law, Annie, right. at Maroubra. Yep. And I occasionally see him. Yep. And he always wears those shirts. Yep. Always. And you know what else? His shoes are, have, his, have his name on them, too. That's right. He's got the most incredible disorder. What's that? It's a serious Oh, the disorder. face. He can't remember faces. He can't remember faces. He yes. looks at people, and when he sees the face, he sees nothing. It's just a blank canvas. I've heard of this disorder, and, and it is very hard to to imagine, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's hard to imagine, but when he worked in an office space, he literally had to uh, draw a map and, uh, you know, have each room on the map and who was working in each room. So he could understand where he was walking, but he'd need the map with him to realise who was in that so room. So the thing is, I'm, I've got a shit memory. Yeah. And so I, do I, I don't remember people I've met. Yeah. Like, I don't I'll remember, never forget a face. I, I don't put names and faces together, right? Yep. So, for example, we had some people come here the other day. One of them I know very well. The other one, brand new meeting. Yep. I reckon if I came across that person on the street, yeah, she'd be like, "Hi, Trevor," and I'd be like, You're "Gonna have to." Go. Oh, I went. I was at a funeral the other week, yeah. and you know it was packed, so I was outside, mm. and I stood next to a guy for the whole thing. And then at the end, as everyone's kind of you know milling away, he goes, "G'day, Trevor. Haven't seen you in a while." I went, "Yeah, nah." Yeah, and he goes. He goes. You're, you're like a celebrity. He goes. You're no, a flea. No, no, yeah. forget that. No, I just went. Oh, you know, it's been a while. Yeah. And he goes. When did you leave? And I went. Oh, it's got to be. Leave what? Well, I don't know. We worked together apparently. When you what at the L joint? No, I'm tipping it. Yeah, I'm tipping it was GB. Right. Because because I kind of indicated that oh, I left around. I don't know. Maybe it was 2005 or so. Oh. It was 2008, but. He was talking about, oh, he mentioned 2003, and I went, oh, yeah, no, yeah. that. But, mate, I've got nothing. 2003, no. But so there's that. a difference between yeah. not seeing a face yeah. and not remembering a name. Yeah, exactly. Big difference, right? Yeah, huge difference. Dr. Carl and others literally yeah. look at you and yeah. just go. He can't remember. Well, it's just a face. Yeah, it's a face. There you go. It's really weird, isn't it? But um, he's a great guy. Was he on Beyond 2000? Remember no, that show? No, that was uh, Amanda Keller and others. Oh, Amanda Keller, yeah. But no, he's yeah. a top bloke, very ABC-driven, but I love it. What but about look, how far beyond 2000 we actually are now? <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous now, it's isn't unbelievable. it? unbelievable. 20 years past. Jesus Do you remember Christ. watching that going, mate, is that in your little Picard of Stings? Get look, that Trev, up. I'm, tw- I'm 39. Mate, I'm 42. Remember when I met you, I was like 20? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> What's, what'd you say you are? <laughs> 42. Oh, my God. Like, I'm, I'm at that point now where... Like people, like even my kids. Like yep. Other other than my kids, people think I'm old. I know. You know, you talk to, like, there's a lot of young girls that walk work in in uh, businesses, and you yeah. talk to them, uh, you know, just in in day to day life. Yeah. And you're like, you're like 18, 19. Oh, I'm, I'm twice your age. I'll tell you something. 
We were looking for a babysitter out in Pitt Town. There's this lovely young girl. She's 19. She's offering her services to be a babysitter in the area. Mm-hmm. And she came around. We um, conducted an interview with her and all that sort of thing. And there was an ad on the TV about, or no, something on one of the shows about uh, the Spice Girls potentially coming to Australia. And Gillian said, how good is it? The Spice And she had no idea who the Spice Girls were. <laughs> The Spice Girls! It was like they were the... <laughs> Aria, you know, uh, what's her name? Um, Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin or someone. Like, she had no idea. I've met people who didn't know who John Farnham or Jimmy Barnes are. We've worked with people who are that stupid. Yeah, That's very rare. But that's fair. Yeah, I know. This is an age thing. She didn't know who the Spice Girls were. Do you remember that? They, 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 do you they, remember that, though? Yeah, I do. Just had no fucking no idea about idea. anything. No idea, that person. Just, just like, literally dope. just lived in his house and had no idea what happened outside of it. And probably inside of it as well. <laughs> Hope he still listens. Um, Trev, <laughs> Trev's having a coffee attack. Let's move on. Intel. Right. Well, this is a tech-orientated program. What the program. fuck was that? Well, I'm going to play some random shit today because I just think, you know what? Let's just toss it up. Trev, I want to talk to you today about the oh. Suzuki Vitara. The Suzuki Vitara. Not the Jimny? No, no, we did the Jimny last week. Okay. Thanks for listening. The Suzuki Vitara. <laughs> I was here. Yeah, you were sitting right next to you on the same couch at the same time, talking about the same thing. So, look, obviously we've had a run of Suzuki's. Wasn't a fan of the Jimny, I must say. I found it, quite frankly, to be just terrifying to drive on motorways. A lot of fun off-road, but not so much on the motorways. But look, the Vitara, completely different ball game. We are talking about one of the original sort of compact SUVs, go-anywhere-style yep. type of vehicle, but hasn't it come a long way since those two-door soft-top days? It is now just a genuine compact crossover SUV. The one I drove was the top-of-the-range model, which was the Suzuki Vitara Turbo All-Grip. And I've got to tell you something, Trev, I was quite impressed by it. It is a well-rounded car. Uh, it handles pretty well. Um, the interior presentation is up to date and uh, semi-premium, I guess. Uh, it offers good levels of performance. Um, it is fun to drive because it is all-wheel drive, so you can have a bit of fun if you really want to. Yep. And as we always say, Trev, when things get spirited, um, prices start from twenty-three nine ninety, I believe, and you can work your way through the range up to about $34,000. It has Apple CarPlay, it has Android, yep. Android Auto and all that sort of thing. But the Vitara nameplate doesn't pay homage to what it used to be. I mean, I, I guess things had to change. Very important. Things had to change. You can't have those sorts of cars on our roads anymore um, due to safety reasons and things like that. So I think it's great they kept the, the nameplate but upgraded the Vitara to what it is today, a modern, sophisticated depends. Series 2 SUV. It just depends how attached you are to... I guess nameplates of old. See, that's it right. Didn't, when I remember driving the Vitara and, and loving it, yeah. Um, uh, I think I we, we had the whole range at one point. I think I went like month to month or week to week through a lot of them, and, and yeah. Like I remember, I yeah. remember having that really beautiful blue one. Yeah, so that was a series one, yeah. And there was a there was a beigey one, and I just remember going, "This is a great car. It's a good thing." It was just it was good to drive. I really enjoyed it. But it didn't resonate to me that this was the thing that used to be kind of basically a ute with a, a, a soft top. Yeah. Back in the day. Well, that's right. Yeah, exactly. So I, di- I didn't have that attachment. No. No, I understand what you mean. But look, you know, I think that this, you could still have a lot of fun in it. I actually took it on an off-road course um, when we did the Suzuki Jimny launch. Jimny launch, yep. They launched the, this Vitara there as well. It's quite cap- capable. I mean, it's got a number of um, modes. You can lock the rear diff. So, you know, you could potentially take it onto a beach and have a bit more fun than what you would normally do in, say, a Mazda CX-5 all-wheel drive. I think the Vitara would go a little bit further. But in terms of technology... How would it go against the Arcadia on that uh, Stockton beach, mate? Oh... It'd probably go better because it's a bit lighter. Yeah, the Acadia was fine though. I was pretty surprised. I don't know if people Apart saw from the... when you got bogged. Yeah, but we only got bogged momentarily. So bogged. what? What happened was I wanted to go as far south as possible because I knew that eventually the, the sand's always softer, mainly because most people don't go that far south, so it's not compacted. So, yeah, look, we travelled 14 k's down the beach and I could feel the transmission was working too hard. Um, I could feel that we were definitely eventually going to come to a shuddering halt, and we did. So I then, in the process of doing a U-turn to head back up the beach, got stuck. So there I was with a Holden Acadia uh, all-wheel drive vehicle. I literally just dug it out with my bare hands. I created a, 
away at the front for it to leave its position. I, I dug out the back wheels. I made sure that I didn't dig it in too far because when, when, I, when I was stuck, I didn't accelerate. That's the key. Don't just keep flooring it. You will achieve nothing. You just bury yourself. We were stuck for a minute. My wife was worried. Henry was in the car. There were people driving past us, probably going, look at that Paul Simpleton. He doesn't know what he's doing. But, you know no, what? I thought you needed, like, wood. Like, nah, well, you, put wood yeah, you get those maxi traction. tracks. A lot of them carry those maxi track orange, like, surfboard oh, shaped things these wood. days. I'm not talking about maxi tracks. You can use I don't wood. know what they are. You can use wood if you want. <laughs> but anyway, back to the Vitara. 33990 That's pretty expensive for a, a car of that nature. The The fuel economy is not that good either. It's a turbo four-cylinder. Turbo four-cylinder. Turbo four cylinders are always easy to burn a lot of petrol in when you have too much fun because um, Spirit. it's just the nature of, of that sort of engine. Mm. But look, you know, I think it's okay. Uh, you'll be heading back to the dealership every six months for a service. 10,000 Ks intervals, I don't like that. should be around 15 these days, 15,000 Ks. They've got a, it's strange, you know, they've got a cap price service, servicing schedule in place. So the first five services cost 175, 175. Then there's a 359, which must be a bigger service, and then two more 175 dollar um, services over 140,000 k's. They don't include brakes and stuff, do they? No, no, no. And dispensables like that aren't included. But uh, look, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was nice and fun. Uh, we're now in an Audi Q8 this week, which is a Big completely different, different <laughs> proposition. We'll tell you more about that next week, Trev, in the EFTM podcast. Bring it on. <laughs> On. I got a pair of Powerbeats Pro headphones. Oh yeah, they they arrived. Uh, these are the Beats by Dr. Dre brand. These are they are they're made now with the Apple technology, so that it'll, on an iPhone it just appears on screen like the AirPods do, so that you know your charge levels and everything. Oh wow, they pair instantly. Yeah, <clears throat> like it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's so good. I put them in my ears, and they've got this over ear kind of uh, hook yeah. situation. There's a large part of the the, the device that kind of sits outside of your ear, and it doesn't really dig into your ear. It just kind of sits nicely in there. Fennec told me later it's called the conch. It just sits in your conch. I don't know what that the, is. The conch. The conch of your ear. Don't look it up. Conch. Either Fennec's making shit up, or that's exactly what it is. Right. Um, but here's the thing. Conch. It's paired with my phone. It is. It's in my ear. You can get a conch piercing. Anyway, yeah. I, I pressed play. Yeah. And I was blown away. Yeah. Well, yeah. and let me tell you. I almost immediately then handed over to you. Yeah. Stuck them. I literally manhandled them into you your did. ears. You shoved them. You, you just stuck them straight in my ear. Put on Enter Sandman. Yep. Which is my I th- go-to song. I think your reaction was the same. Same. You know what? It was bass. Bass straight away hit me. Marvellous bass. Which is what beats are known for, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. I, I don't know that I've ever put a pair of, pair of headphones on and gone, Poof. Yeah. I've been blown away yeah. straight away. No. Now, I'm not a bass person, so really? I actually... Kind of need to listen for a bit longer to understand whether these are my the kind of headphones I would enjoy long yeah, term. Yeah. But mate, if you have any love of bass, mm. these are the best in ear headphones, wire free. Mm. So there's no wire ear to ear that like they used to be. Yeah. They're unbelievable. The 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 the, the case they come in is charged by a lightning uh, adapter like yep. your iPhone, but it is like five times bigger than a set of AirPods. Mm. The case. Um, there is 24 hours worth of battery in here if you if you recharge them and whatnot. 20. And if you get to them and they're dead, yeah. uh, you put them in here for five minutes, you've got an hour and a half of listening. Wow. Which most, most people are going for a run or they're going for a walk, and yeah. an hour and a half is enough. So the only problem really is that you can't put this case in your pocket. You need to put that in a bag somewhere. And one of the, be- the best things about it is you don't look like a complete goose wearing them either. Well, Bowen... I'd like to challenge that. Well, I don't think you do. I'd like to challenge that. Really? And, you know, I appreciate the support that I have from my, my loving family. Yeah. But my wife is primarily not that supportive. Uh, on what she, basis? She shared the video that I did for uh, for the EFTM website and Facebook page. That's nice of her. It was great. She, she shared it, so that's yeah, good. That's we good. Like, we'll have yeah. shares. Share, share, share people. stuff, people. Yep, share. share stuff. It's the only way we survive. Just, and it's not money, it's ego. It's entirely okay? ego. It's all about ego. Yep, audience. She said... So, he says in the video, the big negative is that the box is bulky. Right. I would suggest, this is my wife speaking, I would suggest looking like an idiot should also have been mentioned. Wow. See, that's... Oh, it's a fucking heavy scar. You what? don't Jesus. need those look like an idiot, though. Oh. You already do. Like, that's your default position. Your default look is looking like an idiot. So, any other addition to that is just going to amplify the idiotic look that you have. 
you know what? It is a big case um, when you compare it to Jabra, for example. I just I can't um, believe what you just said. Yeah, no, it's, it's harsh. harsh. Oh, it's, it's what we do. We're brutal. Yep. Um, but look, they, they are the best that I've tried. I'm not really into these styles of um, yep. earphones, to be honest. But yep. um, yeah, gee whiz. How much are they? $349. So yeah, expensive. Yeah, expensive. That's, that's pretty pricey. Well, uh, the good news is we definitely got one view at least. So one of Amanda's friends, we Julie, got one view. One of Amanda's friends, Julie, said it's working. I've just watched it and would never have done so if you hadn't hinted at Trev going to look so silly. There you go. That's not very nice. I mean, I know Julie. Why didn't you watch it anyway? Take the hits, Trev. As long as we get the views. You know what? Yep. I'm just all for it now. I'm just going to go all just in on all in on just bagging myself. Open slather, mate. I'm That's a what fat it's all about. heap, and I don't care. Oh, Let's just do it. Oh, you probably should care about. No, your I mean, oh, what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Move on. Okay. You finished? No. The, the Beats, uh, they are good. Power Beats Pro, a full review at EFTM.com and a video up as well. Oh, well, Barn, <laughs> you've lost your mind, firstly. Yeah. Secondly, jeez, uh, I love my Formula One game. I know! Uh, I'm lucky enough. I've got the sim seat. I've got the wheel. I've got the pedals. I love that. you got the whole set. See, Trev, uh, no, let's just be quiet. I can't play those games unless I've got a steering wheel. Oh, I agree. Like, you have to have a st- I mean, you don't. I agree. But r- there would be people out there who've mastered the art somehow using a controller, but I fucking can't play them without no. a steering wheel. Mate, I'm well, sorry. I can't do it. Oh, so the story here is I've been yeah. playing for the last month in the warm-up yeah. for the new game coming out. Yeah. I thought I'd acclimatise myself. What does it look like? How does it look? And see the difference. Right. So I got a preview version, uh, the full version, but under preview embargo for last week. Sure. Played it for maybe four hours, basically. Yeah. And like while it was booting up, yeah. and before I even bothered to, because it's you know massive download and all that, I didn't pull the seat out. I just I had a quick fang with the thumbs, and I just went, I hate this. Right. Well, you can't be precise on a corner. Of course so, yeah, you can't. No, if yeah. you're driving, you can't with hit thumbs, that apex using a controller. If you're driving with thumbs, you're just yeah, you're a yeah, So I got the sim out and I t- cut some laps. And mate, it looks good. Yep. It doesn't look dramatically better Never than done. 2018. Yep. I think there's more detail in the in the crowd. Uh, I think there's more better reflections on the car. Mm. I think the water coming off the wheels in rain is mm. more detailed. But I think the general graphics are still just exceptional. Like sure. we're, we're talking about something that already looked friggin' marvellous. Yeah. But what they've done is introduced a whole new gameplay. Mm. There's a whole esports area which will come later where yeah. you, you can actually compete. Yeah. But when you start a career in these games, yeah. you now start in Formula Two F2. Ah. And it, it's it's funny. It's it's very well done, I should say, because they. You, you, you don't drive the whole season. You just drive short short parts of the races to introduce you to the sport, to driving, to tracks, and to other drivers. There's two other drivers who become your rivals. Oh, right. And when you make it into Formula One, yep. so do they. Okay. And so you have rivals throughout your career. Oh, that's cool. And so, because this whole, once you have a race, you go to an interview, yeah. you've got you to yeah. give questions to, yeah. uh, answers to journalists. Yeah. It helps your reputation with the team and all these things to, yeah. to negotiate contracts. Sure. I really like it. The whole gameplay experience is really good. My main, I've got two main problems. Um, the first one is I suck at it. Mm. The second one is my son's beating me. Mate, I watched a video you put up somewhere of your son, and he was nailing it. I mean, he looked like a pro. Mate, he cut a lap. So we, we play Albert Park. Yeah. I like Albert Park. I know it well. Yeah. And I like I could drive it with the back of my hand, like yeah. no dramas. He he cut a lap of Albert Park. I went, yeah, well done, buddy. Yeah. And that night, I went, right, yeah, everyone's in bed. I'm going to pull it out. And he, he was still awake. I went, yeah. oh, I cut some laps. Yeah. Fucking couldn't Smashed beat him. A, what, um, I couldn't beat him. It what, took me like 20 laps to get like two tenths up on him. Did you have any sort of traction control so, systems on? So or the or difference is yeah. I, I run with uh, with traction control on. It's too fucking hard. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's pretty If you're loose. driving it without traction, yeah. you're, you're amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I have no brake assist, no steering assist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep the corner line on because it's a fucking yeah, line yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but essentially all assists are, are off except yeah. traction, control. traction control. Whereas Jackson yeah. has has some level of assist, to be right. clear. Yeah. Like, yeah. we haven't turned off the brake assist and everything yeah, fully yeah. yet. He's still yeah. got a bit of that. Yeah. But, like, he's to the point now where he was racing a career. He's, yeah. he's in midway through a career. He's doing so well, he's he's up the AI, so the, the uh-huh. ability of the other yeah. Yeah. To expert. Right. So he's racing against expert experts fucking computers. Well. Wow. Like and he's still like he's in a uh, false India. He's still uh, qualifying tenth and eleventh. So, mate, he's doing very well. But it's interesting because then on the weekend we had the French Grand Prix, the, the real one. I'm talk- yep. not talking computer games. I'm no. talking the real thing. Yes, I, I love Formula One. Mm. It is. It's. It's like, and I haven't ever said this to my wife, but pretty pretty negative for me to say it now. But mm. and anyway, I feel like sometimes it's like you don't. She doesn't have a a thing. Like she doesn't have a. a a love outside of the family and her work. So and she's just a soulless, to. empty vessel. Is that what you're saying? No, she is a dedicated <laughs> mother and worker, and she needs something different in her life. God, I'm glad you picked me up on that. 
<laughs> and whereas whereas I have work, yep. I have home, yes, and I have Formula One. Like yeah. it's really that's that's my life. That's it. It's that's pretty that's much all sim- I have. Simple. I, I've wa- I I I watch every practice session, every qualifying session, live e- everything live, yep. right? And mate, I'm not sure I can do it anymore. Why? It's sh- fucking rubbish. Like it's so bad. Because qualifying's of, not bad because, because there's always a bit of excitement. But because it's boring. Mercedes are way too far in front. Yep. Ferrari are no hope of catching them. Yep. Red Bull is just on its own, mm. not not catching Ferrari, mm. and no one's catching them. It's interesting behind that. Yep. Because you do have Haas and yeah, Renault and all a, these other teams. There's, there's a, a bit of work going on battle. there, right? Yeah, exactly. Excellent, right? Yeah. So the problem is they changed the regulations this year. They changed all the wing structures. So they yeah. used to have all these. Fucking things on the wings. Yeah, they're awful. But they got rid of all that. It's all flat. Yeah. But you know, like, where the, you know where all those things are now? Where? They're on the floor of the car around uh, it. Right. So there's still all this aerodynamic bullshit going on. So yeah. cars can't race behind each other. That's right. Because when you get behind another car, yeah, you yeah. don't have the benefit of aerodynamics and it exactly. just ruins the whole thing. Yeah. So I'm watching this race. Lewis Hamilton leads from lap one to lap 53. Yeah. Um, there's no contest yeah. whatsoever. Mm. And then in seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth, yeah. there's four cars. I think it's... Um, Lando Norris in a McLaren, Daniel Ricciardo in a Renault, Kimi Räikkönen in an Alpha, and Daniel uh, Nico Hülkenberg in a Renault. Yeah, and then mate, they're within three car lengths of each other. So yeah. it's like in one camera shot, four yeah. cars, fucking unbelievable. Yeah. They got Lando Norris has got a problem. Yep, he's managing, but he's fucking still doing well. Last yep. lap, Ricciardo fucking sends it as right. he does yep. around the outside at a chicane. He's fucking, yep. and he and he goes a little bit off the track yep. in the chicane, but he doesn't dart through the chicane. Comes back into the track yep. and then turns around. And he's like, they're literally yeah, yeah, yeah. side by side. Yeah. Raikkonen's in front, and Daniel's got a good run. So yeah. Daniel goes fucking around the outside. Yeah. Doesn't crash into anything, to be clear. Nah. But his wheels go off the yeah. painted track. Yeah, right. And he goes, beautiful. Finishes seventh. Yep. Two nah. hours later. Bard. Bard. Eleventh. Yeah. I mean, why? The most exciting why? thing of the year. Yeah. And he got barred. Now, under the letter of the law, yeah. he went off the track. He gained an unfair advantage. Uh, you're disqualified. I'm cool. Whatever. You yeah. get a penalty, right? Yeah. I'm actually not concerned about the penalty. Shit happens. Yeah. It was exciting, and, and that was enjoyable to watch. Mm. I'm concerned about the fact that it took 53 laps for there to be something exciting. True. And yeah. that most exciting thing, the yeah. sport ruined by penalising it. Yeah. Like, it's, mate, the sport, I reckon the sport may well be close to crisis. But what about crowds? They, they seem to still draw pretty big crowds and TV audiences, and there's a lot of money involved. <sighs> I think the crowds are okay, yeah. but also there's been some work done on what happens at the gra- at the at the event. Sure. There's concerts and there's other yeah, things on, right. so yeah. that's helped that. Right. But that can only last so many years, yeah. right? Yeah. There's another, it's another, it's 2021 yeah. when the rules change mm. to potentially make the cars different and closer racing. Yeah. So we've got a year and a half yeah. of this bullshit to go. Mate, I'm it's telling you, it's astonishing. It's a problem. How much money is required to get all this happening? I mean, I watched that oh, series, of, yes, on, on Netflix, and a, a good example is Williams mm. and the team, and and what's the name, the, the woman who Claire now Williams, run, yep. who now runs it. I mean, they're basically third class citizens now. I mean, after an illustrious career in F1 racing, simply because they don't have the coin. Like, Mate, it well, is just ridiculous and, and, the amount of development that goes into it. But that series was spectacular. Yeah. Was so interesting. Yeah. And I had a note from a bloke I know. He just he sent me a direct message on Twitter. said, hi, mate. I just binge... Wa- so he knows I'm yeah, an yeah. F1 lover, right? I just binge watched F1 Drive to Survive. Yeah. I'm hooked. What an incredible show. Brilliantly produced. Yeah, yeah. I'm now an F1 fan. Yeah. Best thing I've seen any sport do to fan, to turn non-fans into fans. And I've gone, that's awesome. Yeah. Just don't watch yet. Just don't watch the race. Yeah. That's just, exactly just hold off until 2021 yeah. because yeah. it's... I'm worried that yeah. people are coming to the sport yeah, exactly. and going, yeah. this is fucking yeah. boring. Yeah. Yeah, I've always had like just a moderate interest in it. Like I yeah. didn't really I don't care about it. And I watched that series and went, Oh gee whiz, there's a lot to this. This is great. I mean the battles and the egos and yeah. the personalities is fantastic. But you're right. Then you watch it on game day and no. it's shit. Oh, I just I'm very worried about the sport. I don't know what anyone mm. else thinks, but uh Feel free to uh, to have a conversation with us via the interwebs in the man cave. Come and join us in the Facebook group. Yep. Right. So you go to facebook.com the forward slash cave. EFTM online. Yep. And click on groups. Yep. We have the man man cave. It's a closed group. You've got to request entry. Yes. We will uh, we will look at your profile. If you look like a complete, if yep. look if your profile is a no five G yeah. logo, yep. I can tell you right now you're not going to get in. That's right. Uh, if you live in Pakistan, yep, you're not going to get in. But 
we're, we're an Australian bunch of blokes. That's right. Who love chatting about things. Yes. And we're happy to have you in our chats. Yep, but the door's locked. You've got to knock first, and we've got to look through the peephole at you to make sure you're okay. That's an interesting Listen, way of looking at it. We're Aussie blokes, and we love it. <laughs> Oh, the days. Go on, your mum. Tip top's the one. Yeah, no, I love Did it. Did you have, um, you were in New South Wales, I was in Queensland. Yeah. Did you have Eda, Rita the Margarine Eater? Yeah, we had that. Yeah, we did. We needed to get that for next week. We'll get that next week. Rita the Margarine Eater. Yeah. Eater no. Five Star, I think was I the was brand. I was in a tip top ad <coughs> as a kid. You were in a Pineke ad. I was in a Pineke ad as well. It's good. How are those royalties going? Good, good. I didn't get any. I don't know where it went. Gone, gone. Now, listen, um, you know, rubbish not. Rubbish don't happen once a week. It's just what happens. It's been going on for a long, long time. Just imagine if it didn't happen. It'd just be chaos. Chaos, wouldn't it? So, look, yeah. I've only got one recycling bin. And, yep. and due to the. Um, the number of products that sometimes we receive here at um, EFTM, I end up with a lot of cardboard that right. I have to put in the recycling bin. And uh, sadly, this week, given it comes fortnightly, my, my bin was full. Yep. So I walked next door to the neighbour's bin. It was dark. It was at night. It was probably nine o'clock. And I, and I just put several boxes in there. In their bin? In their bin. Okay. Now, I know that the recycling truck's going to come at about 6 a.m. the next morning. And I know that my neighbour... Uh, on the right, will not be awake at that point. So they're not yeah. going to know. But I got in trouble off Gillian. She said, oh, really? Off, off GC? She said, you can't go using someone else's bin. I said, well, their bin was half full. I want to recycle the cardboard. We're going to have to hang on to it for another two weeks otherwise. I'm not pouring acid in there. It's cardboard. It's not making their bin dirty. Their bins are immaculate as opposed to ours. Like, I don't clean our bins. They're just horrible. They're covered in cobwebs. They're bins. They're immaculate. Yeah, but they're bins. They're bins. That's what I... That's right. Who cares what they look like? What are we scrubbing our fucking bins out for? So, in terms of Aussie mateship and kinship, I think you should be able to do that. Why not? Well, what's the problem? Well, I'm going to tell my neighbour the next time I see them. They speak Croatian, so I don't know how I'm going to convey the message to them. They've never spoke a word of English to me. Well, the issue is, I yeah. guess, it is uh, an extra cost to have more bin space. Yes. So we have two recycling yeah. bins and yeah. two red bins, yeah. and we pay the council annually for that. Yeah. Uh, See, I don't want to do that. My wife's on some fucking annoying bench, as I mentioned last week, yeah. and really thinks we can get rid of one of them. I'm like, why bother? Because yeah. I, can't, I can afford it, so why, sure. why are we worried? Yeah. But maybe that's the point is, you know, you should be paying. I should be paying. There is also another rot um, in the neighbourhood when you've got lots of rubbish. Directly opposite me, almost, is a daycare centre, and they have a skip bin. Now, it's a skip bin. They're big. Mm. Now, it doesn't have a padlock. I don't know why it doesn't. So it's one with the lid? Yeah, one with the lid. So the truck comes along, picks the whole thing up, and chucks it in the back. Isn't it amazing how that doesn't fall out? Oh, it's... The same with the the, the regular ones. Like, on the side, the little thing comes out, goes up, and there's at least, I reckon, three or four metres in the air where it's just a hope in hell that the rubbish goes into the thing. This is a whole new conversation. (laughs) <laughs> Garbage trucks They're fucking unbelievable Well mate I was I pulled up to Stephen Fenix This morning To do yep. a podcast And he was out the front rump, Putting stuff in his bin And there was blokes there Grabbing the bins Putting them in a truck I'm like yeah. How old school's this? Yeah, I know. Like, you've got blokes doing bins, mate. We've got trucks that pick them up. Are you kidding? Mate, I knew a garbage truck driver. Mate, those trucks are fucking very strong because mm. they need to be because you know how they compress it inside the truck. Like, there's a big thing that comes down and clamps all the rubbish yeah, together yeah, to yeah. create more space. Like, you've got, there's dumb people out there who throw things away like gas cylinders. Oh, yeah, don't do that. So, you know, obviously they explode in the back of the truck. And you know what the protocol is? Whenever there's a fire on a garbage truck, they immediately dump it on the road. So the truck, which is worth like $200,000, doesn't get incinerated. Right. That's the protocol. They have to just unload the whole thing. They could just hit like an eject button and all the shit just that's on fire falls out the back. That's what they do. But uh, yeah, you say, mate, people put gas cylinders in the, in, in the rubbish. Imagine that getting compressed. Fuck. Bang! Just, I just, I look at the arm. Yeah. And I'm like a, I'm like a seven-year-old because Harry loves yeah. it. He goes out Lifts it up, lifts it up, lifts it up, lifts it up. Gets to this point, and the and the lid will start to. Obviously, now you've got a point where, yeah. if it's full, it's yep. going to come out. So it has to do it at such a rate, exactly, that it's going to just go whooshka. And there's definitely a gap, uh, and the fucking and shit, mate, shit just goes in. And that thing, so is there's like, not rubbish all over the road. And, and sometimes, like, mate, that's re- it's reaching in between cars. Like, I don't it's know, a big, it's got a big arm it's on it. It's got a big arm. I don't know how that works. That's that's a smart arm. Like they must have some sort of I think AI. It's a good driver. We've come a long way since the days when there were blokes on the back. Remember they used to be on the back? Wait, that's what I'm saying. They Phoenix s- still got that. They still got that. Oh, they sorry, you blokes. said that. I wasn't listening. At Phoenix House. No. They still got blokes on garbage trucks who take the bins. Yeah. 
and and put they might put them onto a hook that lifts them up. But yeah. like, dude, get some new garbage trucks. Do they have really narrow roads in that area? Like, it must Wouldn't be matter. hard to navigate. I thought that was a profession that had long since gone. Ditto. Imagine I was just blown away. That's a that's a tough job, eh? Because they're always in their stubbies and that. Like, so here's my thing. Cold, you get wet. I, I, so there's a couple of things. Yeah. In this day and age, yep. headphones, yeah, uh, podcasts, yeah. whatever, yep. or Bose sunglasses with with sound in them. Yep. Uh, and I'm tipping because yeah. of the early hours. Yeah. And the shift work. Yeah. It's actually very good money. I've I've heard that. In fact, it's government work, right? It's government. They're councils. I'm tipping. Then they're on a pretty good award. I once used that analogy at work and got shouted down. Can't believe you got the. They said, "We're going to be a garbage truck driver." And I went, "Oh uh, no!" <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's an amazing. I, I just don't know how you get rid of the smell. No, and you know what? Bin juice, bin juice is horrible, but it always smells the same. It's kind of like a a fruity, acidic, rotten egg smell. It's always the same smell. Everyone's bin smells the same. Uh, don't you think? I've never given my bin a, a second smell. Bin juice, it's awful. We used to try and pour it on kids at school, like when they were in year seven and we were in year 12. What? We went around. Oh, we were just bullies, you know. But that's what happened at St. Eddie's. Back in the day, it's school. Back in the day. I mean, that's, garbage truck. I mean, schools have changed a lot over the what years. What are we talking about? Yeah, so look, you should be able to use your next door neighbor's bin occasionally. I mean, I wouldn't make a habit of it, but they didn't know. Yep. Uh, they don't have cameras like I do, so they will never know. And look, I just you know, it's I didn't want to hang around with cardboard in my bin for a further two weeks. So I yeah. used to use next door. So, Fair enough. So, Gillian, the next time you don't listen to this podcast, go, I can't believe it was your wife that pulled you up on it. Go jam it. I just I'm into my old jingles. I, I'm going for a period where I'm 39, as I said earlier. And I'm just like. I'm potentially halfway there. <laughs> like based on based on statistics, I might be just over halfway to death. I think the average age is like seventy eight now for a male in this country, which seems quite young when you're thirty nine. Isn't it scary? Do you think a lot about. I just, I just I reminisce these days a lot about when it comes to the eighties and the nineties. I just look back. Mate, and go, I spent. Geez, they were good days. I, they were good days. I reckon I spent three years. Assuming my time was up, what what happened? Well, no, I had this thing because my dad died at twenty nine. He was, I know. So I remember being twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine, thinking, "Well, I'll just live life, buddy. Just you know, make it happen." Because yeah, I can, you know, that's the way to all end. Exactly. Who's, everyone says you like your dad. You do yeah. it. Like who's to say I wasn't going to go at the same time? I mean, it's no. true. It's and true. To be though. clear, he didn't die of a health. No, thing, no, so that's right. It was yeah. unlikely, you know, in that sense. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, hereditary, of but of course, mate, we're halfway there. We are halfway there. Um, and well, you know what? Is that a good thing? When you're a kid, it goes so slow. But when you look back on it, it's gone so fast. Especially I mean, like the last like ten years. I know the last ten years has gone fast, like really, yeah. really, really fast. Like I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, I am getting old, and nostalgic, and it's just a, maybe it's a midlife crisis. I don't know what it is. Uh oh. But yeah, I was driving to work today, and there was a stop sign on Galston Road somewhere, and it had faded. And it was it just looked crap. Yeah. It was obviously part of a bad batch because generally. I mean, I don't know what the life of a street sign is, but I, I'm tipping it's quite long. Yeah. So this one had just fucked up. Well, it'd be pretty shit if street signs had like a two-year life. I was just thinking, who makes those? Like, who has got the contract in this country to make street signs? Because, you know, they're all uniformed. I mean, every stop sign's the same. Every giveaway sign's the same. You know, the, the, the distance to each town-style sign is the same. It's green, it's white. It's is got... it, though, in every state? Oh, well, I think it varies a little bit. I mean, each have got... Like the, Melbourne, the... I'm telling you right now, Victoria, whoever makes New South Wales uh, big green uh, freeway signs, don't make the Victorian ones. Cause you reckon? Yeah, they're different. Oh, okay. So they, they, they put their own little twist on it. They just have a slightly different twist to them. And it's like in America, they're fucking idiots. They oh, haven't worked out the yeah. whole reflective shit because bet, they've, on the white, they've yeah. got little dots. You've got dots it's on like, it. You know, you can just print it reflective, you it's idiots. It's called reflective printing. But, yeah, I mean, there must be a mob who are just, I mean, they're making a monster. Well, I mean, how many fucking street signs Let's are there? sell up. I mean, how many street sign making machines could we fit in here? Oh, exactly. So I need to find out. Get rid of the Ionic. Let's get a street sign machine. Let's get a street. You know what? It's like having um, one of those machines at the Mint. Basically, oh, they print yeah. money. You're printing money. And you know what? We've got a license well, to print which money. Which one would you print? If you could only print one street sign. Oh, stop. Yeah, but how often are they being created? Well, a fair bit when I was growing up because we used to steal them. 
We used to steal signage all the time up in Gosford. Oh, Jesus. Wasn't that the guy? You bring home and get, you know, give away side or <laughs> when we, know, turn the 60 side up or around. Griffith, in Griffith, we would jump trains. So yeah, jump they, trains. They had, um, they had, you know, freight trains yeah. would come through town. And because yeah. freight trains, you know, go slow on turns, mm. they'd slow down at the heading up to a turn. And so there'd be a point where you'd go, right here, here's the spot. Yep. And you'd be able to just jog, yep. jump on. And then we'd nick the like the flashing light or yeah. that, you know, same as the little roadworks things. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to get the battery out of those. Oh, really? Like, re- like sledgehammer style hard. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. You were tempted to do that. I mentioned to my kids that we jumped trains and they were like, not tempted at all. Yeah. Like, they, they didn't even see the point. You can't now with these bloody the metro. Possible. Well, don't, not that kind of train, mate. This was in the bush. Yeah, I no, understand. But what I'm saying about the stop sign is, yeah, yeah. What, so when they're building new roads, new things, yeah, yeah. What, what, someone's got the contract. It'll be what's one, the most common sign and what, what oh. ones should you make? It'd be, it'd be speed signs would be the most common. Um, surely that would be the most common. Actually, that's exactly what you want. You know what you want? Yeah. 50 signs. 50. We exclusively make 50 well, yeah, signs. Yeah, we just do 50. Because every, all the 60s yeah. are going to go 50 at some yeah, point. Exactly, yeah. Like so it's all happening. That's the sweet spot. We're just going to do 50 yeah, signs. Yeah, we just do 50. That's it. We and only, EFTM, all we do is 50. But then, like, <laughs> all we do is 50. <laughs> we'll be 50 soon. Um, oh, shit. And then there's an extension of all this because street name signs seem to be different. They seem to be influenced by the council. Well, like if it's a flash area, they've got these really flash. Like, like if it's Muslim, those you must be able to get made because I've got what? a, I've got a, I've got a street sign at home in Jackson's room that says Long Street, right? Because it's from Garmin when Garmin did some promotion. Like I'm talking yeah, ten yeah. years ago, yeah. Like with a new GPS, they sent a street sign, right? Boom, it looks great on his wall. Yeah. So you must like they are like they're council dependent, but they're right. the only a certain number of companies that make them. Yeah. Okay. In Perth, yeah, very popular. I remember living there thinking I might I'll pay for one of those, but yeah. I never did. Uh, light up ones. So they have a they have a sign for like Aldi, which lights up like it's a big yeah. you know, lit up sign, and then the the actual street name is also a, a lit up sign. Oh right, very common. Because I like that. Basically, what's happening is you, you know you could be any business. You can say, "Look, I want to upgrade that one there to a light sign. I'll pay for it and you know put my logo on it." Yeah right. Okay. Well, let's get those. Put AFTM on fucking street signs. I remember when parts of North. That's the kind of shit. Let's I would do, do that. Oh, let's do that. Another thing, just quickly. I don't know why we're talking about signs, but it's, <laughs> it's just fascinating me. <laughs> When curb and guttering was finally installed in parts of North Gosford, growing up, curb and guttering. I'll tell you what the go was what when they doing? came and put the the number of your home on the gutter. Oh, they still walk. There's still, still people that, that run chip? around. There's still people that knock on the door and ask, "Do you want your number?" That's another rot. Yeah, like why not? So what you're saying is, if this doesn't work out, we will just mate, let's just start printing signs. Whatever the fuck. Like you managed to do. A, I mean, look at you. This place has got signage everywhere. You're actually quite good at it. I paid someone else to do it. I know that. I know that. But but you know the ins and outs. Just go around. Like, the, the numbering thing. Yeah. You just do paint. Yeah. Because what people oh, sell no, is the reflective stuff. Well, you just spray it on like you a just template. spray it on. Yeah, okay. I don't like that. Oh, how good's that? Yeah. No? No. It has to be reflective. It's got to be... has to be reflective. Well, there must be reflective paint because the road paint, you know, yeah. the lines, yeah. they just have like a powder in they them. They do, yeah, yeah. You know, because it's it, they have to they have to uh, use a Bunsen burner style thing to make those things dry. Is that how it works? Yeah, they put it on, they put it down, and then they get a really hot, you know, yeah. fire. And they yeah, that stuff's fucking durable. Like, yeah. Remember the the Olympic blue line for the marathon? It's still around in it's some still places. Bits and pieces around yeah. Centennial Park. I mean, that stuff. We should bring that around. back. We should do a GoFundMe for the Olympic blue line. Bring the- Wherever it can be, we should have it back. Bring it back. Don't you reckon? No, not unless we get the Olympics again. There's no point. Literally no point. Because it actually went across the Harbour Bridge. You can't just fucking do that. Why not? People go, I think I think that it was actually a safety risk, uh, a safety problem for motorcycles. Well, for because autonomous it, cars it would be. It, it was slippery. It was like slippery. It wasn't a grippy type one. Well, they should have put the grippy paint down. Well, they probably should have. I'm calling for the blue grippy paint line to come back. Bring it on. <laughs> this is the bicentennial. Remember this? No. I do. Come on, give us a hand. Jeez, we've come a long way since '88. Do you remember the bicentenary? A lot of shit got built Mate, for the bicentenary. I can still remember, and I must. I'm going back there in a few weeks. Leeton, yeah, out, out in the Leighton. in the river, Riverina. Oh, Leeton, yeah. We I drive through yeah, Leeton yeah. to get yeah. from something uh, happened at Leeton recently. Griffith, where we lived, to Naranja, where my grandmother was. Yep. And we drive the back road. You wouldn't go through town. And there's a big old power plant there. Oh, which yeah. It's not a power plant. Anymore. And it would say, it's, this is a bicentennial project. Right. Yeah, that's right. They, they were everywhere. I don't know what the fuck it was. No, no one knows. But it was a bicentennial. It was like, yeah. 
So what it is, because yeah. government grants are still rampant. Yeah, exactly. They, they go, here's a million dollars we want to distribute. Yep. And you just put in a grant. Yeah, yeah. You say, I want to I want to do this. And they just give you the money, and it's a bicentennial project. Yeah. And plus, the number plates, mate, the number plates, they were massive. We were yep. talking about those a number of weeks ago. Yeah. But the Sydney football stadium was built under the bicentennial. And then we blew it up. 30 years later, we went, past his time, went, fuck that grant, we just blow it up. Just fuck oh, history. Oh, a lot of stuff. Darling Harbour was one of those projects. Yeah, well, that's fucking ugly. It should be well, that's, down yeah, as well. What are they kidding? Well, they? Just, the problem is they keep trying that to rehash arch. that. Yeah, that's they right. they just got to fuck no. it off. Just burn it. Well, just demolish it, probably the better well, way to whatever go. whatever it means to pull it down. <laughs> like, I'm not suggesting arson. I think they could be a lot more efficient with that space with modern uh, building. Trev, um, Henry, meltdowns in public when it comes to kids. Now... To be honest, I actually haven't been through too many of them. Yep. But You're a lucky man. Just yesterday, I had my first one. So my wife had to have a procedure done. Nothing to worry about. It's just yep. a normal procedure in the morning. So I went along with her because Henry is a bit full noise and just couldn't be in there with her. As soon as she went in and saw said doctor, specialist, I had Henry on my own in a room full of people waiting to see whatever doctors they were seeing. He just went off his brain. He wanted to go with mum, and he literally, I haven't seen anything like it. He was on the floor, and you know when they get to that age where they're actually quite strong? He, it was like he yeah. had rigor mortis. Yeah. He just, you couldn't you couldn't physically pick him up. He just would, he wanted to lay flat on the floor. The noise was, he was just bellowing. It was embarrassing. I, I could feel that people were looking at me. It was like eight. 30 in the morning, we were one of the first people there. People just didn't want to put up with this shit. So I literally picked him up and ushered him out the door and sat in the front yard of this old Federation Soul house, which was acting as a doctor's unit. Now, I guess you've been through this because you've got several children, three yeah, of them. Yeah. Public meltdowns. It gives me a great deal of anxiety, Trev. I, I just don't know what to do. I feel like hiding. I feel like turning away and saying, this is not my child. If I can give you any I feel comfort, like a bad parent. If I give you any comfort, I don't remember any no. because I've clearly moved on. But they definitely happen. They happen. Like, shit happens. The, the biggest problem is is the other people. You can't negotiate with it's them. It's other people that are just looking yeah. at you. You're like, you know what? They look at you. They you're judge you. You're a fucking you. expert, are you? Yeah, they judge yeah, you. you're a fucking expert. They're thinking, this shit's going on all the time. They're bad parents. That's, That's what they're right. thinking. But it's actually a one-off and Henry just wanted Bluey, you know, which was in the car. <laughs> is that all you need to do? I just had to go and get Bluey. Which well, is what we did. Look, so my, yeah. my thing is, like in a public place, yeah. I will resort to bribery. Right. You can't let the kids know that, but yeah, yeah. They will work, they'll work it out yeah, after yeah. a certain amount of time. Yeah. But I think the other thing then is, it's that, but he's too young at this point. You can't yep. reason with a, with you, a two-year-old, you cannot, right? No, it's impossible. So when they get to about four or five, you can you, yeah. can, you can have a conversation afterwards. You can sit, sit them down in the peace of the home and you can go, listen, yeah. do you remember you got a bit angry earlier? Yeah, this is good. And, and that's when you say, listen. Yeah. I bought you a chocolate today, yeah. but I'm telling you right now, yep. you do that again, yeah. and you, you lose Bluey for a week. Yeah. So and obviously, yeah. there comes a time when it gets much easier because you say, you're not getting iPad time for a week. Yeah, well, that's right. And mate, yeah. I'm telling you. You really can't like, That's the best thing ever. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're not getting iPad time tomorrow. And my wife is much stronger than I am. She drops that and uses it. She uses, yeah, backs it up. Mate, she's a she's a naught to 100, no warnings kind of girl. Oh, really? I'm yeah. a 16 warnings and and then then pull the trigger kind of guy. Okay. On the on the threat. Right. On the so threat. yeah yeah I get you. The threat, the th- you need to find those things. You yeah. can basically bribe away. Okay. All right. Okay. You need to bribe away yeah. meltdowns. Yeah. Okay. It's so about your only hope. You've nailed it on the head, Trev. So I've just got to wait a couple of years when you can negotiate and have a common sense conversation with with said child. Yeah. But yeah, Jesus Christ. I mean, it was full on, Trev. Um, I, I was shocked. I, I just didn't think he had anything. But it was full noise. And and uh, does has GC experienced that many times? Like is no, he... not really. I mean, he's quite attached to her at the moment. He, he's a bit of a mummy's boy. Like I can have a full weekend with him, and one, he, you know what? He behaves different around mum. He's yeah. fine with me. No dramas. We can just do whatever. We got on the metro, went for a run that weekend at open. No dramas. Sorry, sorry. But went when for mum's a run it, on the metro, on the metro, oh, yeah, didn't physically. But when mum's away. around, oh, he, he plays up. Like he's a bit sucky, sucky. He, you know, I think. I think mum, I think mum needs to be harder on him. That's See, I think I think it's the opposite. Manda is much harder than me. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm terrible. Right. Because there's there's a problem. The problem you have yeah. is you have like a father's guilt thing where yeah, especially like I'm away for two weeks. Yeah. I don't want to come back and be the prick. Yeah, true. But sometimes you got to be right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you have this thing where you yeah. don't want to be the. It's a balance. The 
And, and you know, GC's, yeah. you know, at work five days. She doesn't want to be... Day, I'm doing, like, yeah, I'm working. A, you know, yeah. it kind of is reverse, essentially. Yeah, you know? exactly. It is. Like, essentially. I, like, I, I, like, I only work 12 to 2. You're right. <laughs> well, you're only here 12 to 2. No, you only work right, man. 12 30 to 1. At least 9 to 3. <laughs> I should have said yesterday. I just went, I'm going to see it. <laughs> got... 12 past 3, okay, fair enough. Anyway, oh, Trev, it's all good. You know what, Trev? I mean, fuck. Look at me, mate. Look at me. I'm flying. I'm fucking flying. I'm fucking flying. <laughs> Neville fucking Bartles. Fucking Neville Bartles. We're flying. I must watch. Can we just, let tomorrow, Yeah. I reckon we just put Chopper on. Okay. Oh, mate, I haven't seen that for years. Mate, you know what we're doing? Yeah. We had Uber Eats already. Not a video. What? No, I'm talking about, like, having a good lunch. Oh, because tomorrow's we Friday. We did that once already. Yeah. Um, probably do it again. We'll work something out. We'll probably have a loop. Tell you what, again. we won't be doing playing Monopoly. Because, honestly, I, did you ever watch that back? No. It was pretty fucking stupid. And at one point, you're on the phone to your wife having a serious discussion. It was just being broadcast for everyone. What? <laughs> no worries. It's just a chat. I think you forgot we're on air. We're just real people. <laughs> just a chat. Anyway. We're just dickheads. That's what we are. I'm sorry, everyone, but we are just dickheads. Come and join the man cave. Yeah, do your best. That's what I say. Ah. Trev. Trev, 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 Trev. Yeah, bad You, You have hair. I don't. What are you getting at? I... I am a man who suffered (laughs) premature balding. I take responsibility for that. Um... Male pattern. Well, actually, I don't have male pattern baldness. I, just, I, I just, I just, it just fell out. Like literally, fell out. I'm it telling was, you, I still feel responsible. for I know. Bluey Day, we, we did it for Bluey charity. Bluey Day, 2001. We shaved your fucking yeah, head. Yeah. And I just don't think you ever recovered from that. I'm telling you, it was happening before that. And the first giveaway was, I looked at the back shelf of my car, and there was hair in it constantly. So when I was driving along with the windows on, my hair was blowing back into the back of the car, and I thought, Jesus Christ. I'm going to go the way of my grandpa. I'm going to go bald. And that's what happened. Well, that is it. It's paternal yeah. uh, skips yeah. a generation, yeah, it's just, it? Yeah, it actually means you've got more testosterone than other males. Mate, stop justifying well, it's it. It's true. Man. It's true. I'm telling you. But anyway, so what happened today was that we saw a picture of you yeah. at an Apple store. How that's long, right. Yeah. So how I, long ago? I went today to the Apple store at Bondi. Yeah. Uh, they've re, re... They haven't really done much. It's weird. They've, they closed it down for two months to refurbish. Right. It's not that much different. What a, um, wow! Already, but anyway, it's okay. uh, it, it's it's a big refurb for them. But sure, anyway, sure. so I looked at the fu- I went to I was at the launch of the thing in two thousand and ten. Yeah. So I thought I'll bring up some photos of the old store, the new store, etc. Yeah. Then I went. Oh, I remember Angela Clark's husband Mal yes. Jago was yes. at the launch as well. Right. And he took a bunch of photos, which I used in an article. But he also took a photo of me, of you. Yeah. It was, a, it was my profile pic for like five years because it was the best photo I had. It's a good photo, and and he sent it to me. And so I brought it up. I've put it on Twitter. If you look at the EFTM uh, doc, uh, EF, at EFTM Twitter account, uh, and the uh, the tweet about the Apple Store, the reply from Trevor Long, me, yeah. is the photo of me. Now, and I looked at it and went right out. Yeah, I didn't have a beard. No, nope. that was pre pre-beard. Uh, pre-beard. Yep. Uh, it was pre, you know, this kind of, uh, you know, five o'clock shadow style beard. Yep. But mate, I don't think my hair's receding as much as my wife makes out. Even my brother, my brother takes the piss as well. Well, we're talking about the front hairline. Uh, I don't think it's moved at all, really. Maybe a it's, mil or two. Yeah, I, I it's think, dropped but off. But it could even be five to ten mil. Oh, I could go as far as ten, yep. but I'm going to say five mil. The photo obviously doesn't show the patch of Devon that's now on mate. on the crown of your head. Monkey bum. Like that's a problem. That, that's it. obviously deteriorated. The colour uh, has changed. Yeah, thanks, Scoop. You are more. Uh, you have more grey hair. <laughs> you have grey hair. Yeah. You have gone down the salt and pepper route. Mate, my brother is much more salt and pepper than me. Yeah. And but here's the thing. I think I'd prefer to be the full. Yep. Full salt and pepper. But you also. Uh, I mean, I looked at the picture and there I looked going. at you because you're right here. Yeah. And you've obviously got more skin imperfections. Like you've got wrinkles. Oh, cheers. You got a mole. Where? This one? I've yep. always had that. But it just seems more prominent. <laughs> Your beard's got greyer. Why? At what point did you decide to grow a beard? Um, did I you could, have a beard I could, when I met you? I could find the date. I actually did have a much bigger beard when I was in Perth. Right. Uh, it's like an orange beard. Through a different You're one of those period. guys who have black hair but with orange yeah, beards. Yeah, My yeah. dad had that. Brown and, brown and orange. It's fucking yeah, it's weird, out. isn't it? How's that happen? It's just fucking really It's just not uniform. Weird. But yeah. <laughs> it's not uniform. Well, now yeah. it's fucking awful because yeah. it's covered in fucking grey. Yeah. yeah. 
But I, I could find the year if, if I looked at it. But I took the kids, yep. just me and the kids, in a Santa Fe. Oh, yes. To Dubbo. Dubbo Zoo. Dubbo Zoo. And Never. I didn't shave that weekend. And I went, fuck it, I'm not you shaving stuck again. with it. I didn't shave again after that. Wow. That was it. I remember my dad, he always had a beard. And for some reason, when I was about three or four, maybe, I don't know, was I was young enough to remember it. He shaved it off. Oh, really? And he walked out, and I remember just being hysterical about it. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was horrendous. What have you done? So, were you on TV when you didn't have a beard? Uh, I would have done a fair bit of a current affair, but uh, not, not not the Today Show. Okay. So, so yeah, I've, I've had... As a public figure now, are you allowed a, to shave? Like, without, like, would you have to tell them? I, I, Get authorisation? Your wife won't let me. Well, really? No. Why? She, she likes the whiskers. Okay. <laughs> she likes the whiskers. I don't know why, but she yeah. won't let me shave. Right. Uh, I want to do it just to see what I look like. Well, it also opens up a whole new category of free products, you know, shaving products. Yeah, but you can cover that. I'm yeah, not, true. I'm I'm still, a, I unlike you, I'm not that desperate for free products. Nah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Trev, I'd say your urge is pretty, pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> you are the best I've ever seen. I used to work with a bloke who I thought was good, but Jesus Christ, you've eclipsed him. Mate, yeah, I'm just yeah. reviewing stuff. Mate. Oh, no, the ma- full it's disclosure. Like, we, let me just say something. Yep. We were talking about the Holden Acadia earlier. Yep. Holden paid for me to go to Port Stephens because of this lifestyle sort of thing they wanted to do. Take one of their SUVs away for the weekend yep. and have some fun and do a video Absolutely. and show it to your audience. So yep. they paid for it. Yep. That's what we do. All right. I'm just letting everyone know yep. that's what we do. Now, if you think that we'd like morals and values because of that, well, that's your problem, not ours. Thank you, chill. <laughs> okay. So, yes, we have an interesting life. Yeah, we do. We do. So just tell me, yep. well, my brother, Yeah. Oh, that's heavy grey. Oh, look like, at that. Don't you yeah, reckon I'd so. be better if I had the full grey like that? Yeah. Oh, that's proper salt and pepper. There's a lot of you in his head. Oh, I didn't realise how much he looked like. You know what? A lot I don't of, think lot I've of, ever met A lot him. of us in voice as well. Like, probably... we, can, we can ring people yeah. and they don't know. They're fucking... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Was he at your wedding? Yeah. yeah you he, wouldn't remember. That's why I don't remember him. Anyway... <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have a different podcast. So look, um, look. So yeah, that's okay. You are balding at a, a, a normal rate. I went bald at an abnormal rate. There's nothing to worry about. There is a separate podcast and conversation to be had about what I do next, though. That's right. Because the the monkey bum, look, it's not going backwards, right? Yeah, but they don't shoot from the top on TV, so you find. Look, mate, you, I think it's you're good for two years, and then you're just going to have to go to the number one, just just shave. Sort of Matt Lauer style. Remember him? Before he went all, you know, the, the Me Too thing really did that bloke over. But he had to succumb as well. All right? But David Kosh. All right, we'll move away from Matt Lauer then. It'd be too controversial. <laughs> Just shave your head. Go bald. Matt Lauer is a bad example. Yeah. Bad man. Bad man. Do you reckon he listens? I don't think he does. Bad if you're listening. No, I you're give a, a bad person. Couldn't for what, give a rats. For everything else you did. Anyway, thanks All right, for this is the EFTM podcast. We love football, meat pies, kangaroos and holding cars. Football, meat pies, kangaroos and holding cars. You love meat pies, don't you, Trev? Love them. And football and holding cars. But it's problematic for you when the menu extends beyond a meat pie. This is not good. Uh, look, we've talked about my picky habits before, and you know, I'm like I go to dinner. I went to dinner the other night. Uh, Huawei executives had a few of us at dinner. Yep. Um, there was a set menu. I looked at it when it was ribeye, beautiful. And then the woman came around and said, "By the way, it's share." And I went, well, "What the fuck's the point of a share menu?" Anyway, yeah. but there was ribeye, so it was cool. So you know, everyone has an entree, and I'm yeah. sitting there. I don't want an entree. I don't want to touch it. Everyone's going, "Do you want to eat?" I'm like, "No." Yeah. Long story. Yep. Not not interested. Super I'll wait taser. for the ribeye. Yeah. Super taster. Um. So I'm okay. I can I can get through a yeah. three course meal. You make I'm it. just saying, listen, I don't like seafood. That's yep. the entree. I'll just have a main. Thanks yep. very much. Yeah. So I was invited. To, uh, in fact, I had a text message conversation with a PR guy. Yeah. He goes, mate, we'd love to put together a bit of a dinner with our new execs. Yeah. Would you like to come? I went, mate. Sounds good. I'm good for that date. Rock and roll. Good stuff. Yep. Got the invite. Yep. Uh, there we go. Still yep. good. Check with the manor. Good. 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 Yep. Clicked, and I, I went. That's a very interesting sounding restaurant. Yep. I looked it up. And I couldn't work out the menu. Just couldn't work it out. It didn't make any sense to me. And then I read this. Serving degustation only. Mm. Nell, which is the name of the uh, restaurant, Nell. takes away the stress of ordering so you can sit back and relax. Well, fuck me. Yeah, no. Those are the worst That's things the worst. I've ever... <laughs> they, don't need, they do not know you. Takes away the stress of ordering. 
the stress of not ordering is what, what I hate. We were, exactly. we were at an event. I don't know where we were. Yeah. I think we are in uh, Washington. Yeah. Uber, Stig and I. DC. And they just fucking order for you. And I'm yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa. 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 I didn't have any input there. And who's paying? No, no. They're paying. Okay. But I didn't have any input. In no, that. you didn't. So this be- this begets, begets a very awkward begets, problem for yes, me. Yes, it does. Uh, because obviously, yep. I would normally just go, oh, Bummer, kids, yeah. kids concert that night. That's right. But I'd already had a conversation about the date being fine. It had taken place. Bowen, I have had to come 100% clean as to why I'm declining the invitation. Yep. And this, I'm talking and CEO style. Yeah. Like, like this, this is a big wigs big, they want me to meet with. People, let me tell you something. This is a big deal. I've <laughs> Trevor mixes with the big people. I've said, g'day, mate. This is the strangest and hardest to fathom rejection yep. ever. But, mate, while I'd love to chew the fat and meet the team, a degustation experience is my worst nightmare. <laughs> I'm a steak and chips kind of guy, and I'd be left sitting there watching everyone eat while they quiz me on why I don't like these amazing yeah. meal offerings. Literally nothing on the menu I would eat. Yep. That's, that's what I said to them. Did they respond? Uh, look, they did this morning. Uh, it took, obviously, overnight for them to, to fucking take that in to, and go, to, what to the fuck it. did I just read? Yep. And he said, what about this? He said, oh, no, I was looking at Kingsley's at Woolloomooloo. Oh, hello. Fuck. Hello. But figured that may, that may not be the biggest appeal for guests. I completely understand, but we'll check with the team about food as I don't think they've settled on the menu. So uh, if I can rustle up something simple, I'll give you a shout. Mate, you can't rustle up a menu no, at a can't. fucking Diga station. Not that that bloke's place. not going to make a ribeye for me. He's not going to do it. And gonna, if he does, yeah, he'll spit on it. I've got one. Everyone else gets 12 meals. This is... The fucking this is the worst nightmare for oh, me. I know it is, and you you will I get, can't you get be food shame. You get food shame. I do get. I'm okay with the basic amount yeah. of food shame. I, I it's understand, a bit funny. but when it's on mass, but not good. I actually not good. Do, I don't want to have to go to KFC afterwards. No, no. no. But mate, you are missing out on so much. Big old station menus. Just, it's awful, mate. I did it once at uh, the Glass, which is at the Hilton. Yep. Uh, it's unbelievable. Oh, mate, they match it to wines, just, and you walk out blind. I don't. <laughs> Uh, not me. I don't not imagine. Yeah. I don't imagine I'm the only person that has this problem. Nah, well, I just can't be. No, I, I am. I think you might fuck. be. I think you might be, Trev. Fuck, it's okay. It's all right. You're just different, and and, and being different's good. We live in a time when being different's perfectly okay. Some Fine. people are so different they've changed sex. We love <laughs> Say you, Bruce. It is. Now that whoa, 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 you've just blown my fucking mind. Exactly. Can you believe it? After all these years, Dick and Holden was as Aussie as you know a dingo, and Farlap. They just rip off merchants. When it should hell. be. We love football, meat, pies, kangaroos, and holding cups. What the we fuck? We love baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet. We love football, meat, pies, kangaroos, and holding cups. Well, that, that's fucking, that's just unbelievable. And what's worse, I reckon it's the same crew singing. That's unbelievable. We can't, that's it. I know. That's the end. Can you believe that they did that, Holden? I mean, this is probably the 70s that came out. And people were blowing up about the fucking Commodore being made in fucking Opal. Are you kidding me? I'm astonished. Back then, Australia was a very naive nation. But you can't get away with those tricks anymore. You can't get away with it. And you know what? Another thing I discovered. Wide World of Sports isn't even an Australian invention. That's an overseas invention as well. Wide World of Sports. There's very few TV concepts that are unique. The Today Show. Hey, I was over in America watching, I can't remember what I called it, but I yep. tweeted it, but watching a show called Match This Space or something, Match This or something, and it was Alec Baldwin hosting it. Yeah, yeah. And I looked at it and went, fuck, this looks familiar. Good I idea. said, Stig, wake up! Wake up! He'd fallen asleep. And uh, I said, it's blankety blanks! Blankety blanks is on. George Gestant, Jason Alexander, a bunch of comedians, six people sitting there. The fucking set looked like it was from the 70s. It was blankety fucking wow. blanks. I Googled it. Yeah. What do you think happened? What happened? Reg Grundy or whoever the fuck it was just yep. went, fuck, that looks good. We'll do that. Speaking of Reg Grundy, what about the bloke down in Victoria who thought he was related to him? And he went to a fucking court. Imagine how much his court <laughs> cost because he looked like him. <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted to get a test and failed. He's not he got a fucking DNA own. test and he's oh, not related no. to him at all. Just because he had a moustache. How did that happen? 
How did that like? He, no, he's Look, a no, no. Okay, so. He, uh, maybe I'm related to Reg Grundy, you say to yourself. Yeah. You know, people say, fuck, you look like him. Google Images thinks you look like him. Yeah. But at what point do, do you not get through the legal process? No, no. Does someone not say, fucking, what evidence have you got other than that fucking nose? Someone needs to put you aside. But there must have been another layer. Like, there must have been some sort of six degrees of separation where it could actually be possible, he assumed. Like, I'm assuming he hasn't been walking around all this time going, I look like Reg Grundy. Like, maybe he, he's... But it's all, you know what else? It's also the reality distortion field that yes. exists around people. Yes. We've experienced this, right? We, we have. Where, where you just, you do what is required of yeah. that to make that person feel like they're meant to feel, right? Sure. And, and it happens with celebrities all the time. It does. And you wonder, when a celebrity does like Jungle, that fucking Jungle show on Channel 10, you think, did Why? anyone not tell you what? that was a really fucking stupid idea? That was a bad idea. Or whatever it is. Because no one's got the balls to I say, know. listen, mate, I know. it's actually awful. Yes. Like, don't do it. No, exactly. But the problem is when someone does say that, they get fucked off. They get fucked off. That's the problem. That is the problem, Trev. So, Reg, this, yeah. this mini Reg, yeah. has has been surrounding himself by yep. people who thought yep. they were going to get a yep. cut of a bazillion dollars. Go and get some of Reg's. So, yeah. mate, when, when in fact, the yeah. only thing he had familiar with Reg was yeah. his fucking, his Reg Grundy's. Yeah. He was just a mirror, a mirror image. He was mate, a doppelganger. He calls his underpants Reg Grundy's. That's, that's it. That's as close as you get, mate. Anyway, we're probably defaming him. Uh, have we defamed him? No. I don't think we have. No. Anyway, let's we're move just, on. It's just disappointing that he went as far as he did. <laughs> anyway, obviously none of us won the $40 million in Lotto this week. What about that? They had to split it in half. It was $80 million. Two Queenslanders won $40 million each. I've got to put my ticket on. I put a thing on EFTM.com if you want to have a quick read. A little editorial. Because I just think... what. A, like, that's a massive thing to happen to someone. I want to talk about it next week. We'll talk about it next week. I want to talk about it next week. We'll talk about it next week because it's deep. It's deep. Well, send us your thoughts before yep. next week. Jump into the man cave. Yeah. And send us your thoughts on Bowen's editorial. Send us your thoughts on what you do if you won the $40 million. Let us know. Because, you know, all this bullshit about life changing or yeah. not changing yeah. is... Well, it, it's just that. It's bullshit. bullshit. All right. Well, you've been in America recently, so why not go out with this? I thought we were going out with Ford. Nah, bugger him. Bugger him. We're going to Chevrolet. Apple pies and Chevrolet. See you, everyone. Hot dogs, apple pies and Chevrolet. I think you better tell me again. We love baseball, hot dogs, apple pies and Chevrolet. Baseball, hot dogs, apple pies and Chevrolet. In case you're wondering, this commercial is brought to you by baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and America's favorite car. They go together in the good old USA. Baseball and hot dogs, apple pie and Chevrolet. Makes sense to me. Baseball, hot dogs.